When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode on Anxiety Doesn't Own Me podcast. My name is Emmanuel Isaacson, and I'm an anxiety coach who helps people to overcome and heal their anxiety naturally. All right, guys, on today's episode, we have a special guest, Lenore. Um, She is going to ask a few questions about anxiety um, so that she's have some clarity so that you guys can also as well benefit from it to see if you're struggling with anxiety as well with the same things. And I will try to answer her questions to the best of my ability in order to help her out. Um, So Lenore, introduce yourself and welcome to the Anxiety the Only podcast. Thank you. Hi, my name is Lenore and I'm here to ask questions about what I'm going through about anxiety and I guess these deep personalization. Okay. You've been dealing with depersonalization? Um, yeah, I've been dealing with depersonalization. Okay. For how long have you been, uh, you know, struggling with depersonalization, Lenore? Um, it started on April after I took, I, April of this year, after I took an anxiety medication. And what happened afterwards you took the anxiety medication? You felt like you were more anxious? Um, I took the medication just one time. And when I took it, I felt like kind of like weird for my head. Like, um, I was like, I felt like, um, I was like dying or leaving my body or like my body was going to shut down. My heart was beating super fast. After that, um, Mm -hmm. I would walk and like, I would feel like I couldn't walk because I felt weird in my body, like dizzy or felt like I was going to leave my body. I just didn't feel me no more. And the next day when I woke up, I just felt gone. Like, I felt confused if I was alive or dead because I just didn't feel me no more. And I felt like my anxiety did get bad after that. I would suffer more panic attacks and I couldn't leave my house at all. Oh, wow. Wow. So it seems like it was it, it really triggered it and it made it worse for you. And do you still take the medication or you stopped completely? No, I stopped. I only took it that one time. And after that, I said no. You said no, um, yeah. Medi- yeah, this medication makes sense. Didn't- <laughs> makes sense. And with beforehand, before you took the medication, did you ever experience DPDR? Like, what was the reason why you decided to take the medication? Because on the last year of December, um, I left my abusive relationship, and I came to my mom's house and my sister's house to stay there, and they gave me a a weed edible gummy. And they didn't tell me what it had. They just told me, here, take a, a a gummy so you could feel relaxed. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. And I seen them taking it, so I took it. And after that, I guess I got a panic attack, but I didn't know it was a panic attack. I thought I was actually dying, that I was having, like, a stroke because, like, I felt so weird, like, an hour after I took the gummy. I started having, like, heart palpitation. My head, The side of my head got numb. And I felt like my body was shutting down, like I was dying. 
I got scared and I told her sister, call the ambulance. I think I'm dying already. And I told her, what you guys gave me? She was like, oh, we gave you a weed gummy. I'm like, how come you guys didn't tell me? So after that, I started experiencing, I guess, panic attacks and anxiety because I never experienced that. Well, I want to tell you, first of all, that uh, congratulations and good job, by the way, that you left that abusive relationship. And I'm really happy for you, you know, and I hope that, you know, in the future, you do find someone that is deserving of you. Um, and it's not right what that person did to you at all. And also with the, you know, with the gummies, you know, with with marijuana itself in general, with weed itself, it triggers a lot of people's anxiety. Now, of course, we have anxiety from, you know, you know, if in your situation from the abusive relationship and it could also come from other people's, you know, different reasoning. Like with me, for example, I came from a very aggressive home, a very angry home. And for me also, I used to smoke a lot of weed. And then one time it triggered my anxiety just like you. And then, boom, I started having anxiety. So it happens to so many people that they struggle with the anxiety after they take the weed. It's like triggers their their anxiety. You know, it's yeah. like the cherry on top, you know, and um, with your DPDR, this is something that's very scary to experience. A lot of people. I, I also went through it for about six months straight every single day. And it's very intense and it can make you feel like you're going insane, right? Yes, super. Like I feel like I'm confused if I'm either alive or <laughs> or dead, or if I'm I'm a I'm a walking soul or a spirit and that I don't want to leave my kids alone. That that's why I'm just right here. And that's why I feel like a ghost. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, 100%. And and I know that feeling. I know that feeling. And I just want to let you know, by the way, you're not going insane or you're not insane or anything like that. It's just I want to explain to you. I want to explain to you how why you're feeling that way. And it, by the way, it's normal to feel that way. I know that sounds crazy to say, like, how can you say that? Like, I'm, I'm, I feel yeah. like weird. I feel <laughs> like, you know, like I'm not me. You know, I, I know that feeling. But I just want to let you know that it's perfectly normal to experience. And I'm explaining to you why. I'll explain to you why it is normal to experience. The, the back end, let's look at the scientific, the back end of what's happening with you. You, Whenever somebody is having an anxiety attack or a panic attack, a, a lot of adrenaline is getting pumped into their body. A lot of cortisol is getting pumped into their body. The reason why that happens is because the body needs to protect them from danger. That's its job. Anxiety's job is to protect you from danger. Now, the only problem is, is that with in our situation, people that have an anxiety disorder, that have anxiety 24-7, we're not mm -hmm. really in danger. Our mind, our mind is being tricked in a way that we are in danger. But in reality, we're not. That's the truth. But our mind's just thinking that we are. And our sympathetic nervous system our sympathetic nervous system that's responsible for our anxiety to not make us feel DPDR or have panic attacks and anxiety attacks, it's on overdrive right now. Because, for example, with you, and let's say with me also, we mm -hmm. you took an edible, that was weed, and that's your thing that pushed you over, pushed you yeah. over the edge in a way, and made your sympathetic nervous system go on overdrive. But with a DPDR, it's a very high level of anxiety because, again, you're getting you're having adrenaline pumped into your body 24 seven. You're having adrenaline nonstop. It's 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 also the cortisol and also your blood is being rerouted in your in your body, your entire body to your muscles in order to protect you. That's why you might have, uh, you know, very tense muscles in your arms and your legs. 
because the body is trying to protect you from a danger. So it either needs to fight that situ in that situation, or it needs you make it, or it needs you to to fly out of that place. So it's going to reroute, and rerouting the blood also comes from the head. And whenever we have less head, less blood in our head, we start having this kind of feeling of detachment. We start having this feeling of like, who am I? Am I really in my body? I'm like, I feel like a, you know, I feel like a zombie. So that's why I said to you before, this is perfectly normal to experience when you have anxiety. And it doesn't mean, Lenore, that you're going crazy, by the way. It doesn't mean like, that. It feels like, like it. I'm, yeah, super. I'm like, I get scared because I'm like, either I'm going to end up going to, to a mental health clinic and they're going to give me more medication and I'm going to end up, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to end up like staying blank from my mind and not know nobody or myself. And that scares me because I do have two kids and that really scares me. Yeah, no, no, I, it definitely is. And I, I definitely understand that having two kids and, you know, being a parent, like you want to be there for them and you also want to see them grow up. You want to yeah. see those moments. You know, it's it's amazing to see those moments. And again, it's the anxiety. If you realize the anxiety is making you afraid of like, oh, my God, Lenore, like, what if we end up in a psych ward? Like, what yeah. if that's going to happen? You know, like, we don't want that to happen. We have kids. Like, no, make yeah. sure we make sure that doesn't happen. You know, like, make sure, like, do whatever you can in order for that not to happen. But I'll tell you, Lenore, you're not going to go into an, a, you know, a psych ward or anything like that. Because, again, anxiety cannot make you feel that way. It cannot get you to that point. It can make you feel like you're about to get to that point. But it will never, it will never push you over the edge like, oh, my God, now I'm insane. And also, by the way, since you realize that you there's something wrong, there's something off, shows how sane you actually are, by the way. It shows how normal you actually are. Because you realize, yeah. hey, something's off over here. Something doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I heard, too, that people say that, I guess, if you were to be crazy, you wouldn't be asking questions like, yes, why do I feel this? Why do I feel different? I don't feel me no more. <laughs> yes, exactly. You would not ask those questions. You would just be fine. I know somebody in my neighborhood who did actually, who is, unfortunately, he's insane. He doesn't believe that. He doesn't think that he is. He thinks he's normal. But since you understand, like, hey, something's wrong over here. Something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Something doesn't feel right, you know. But the question is, Lenore, the question is, is like, how do we overcome DPDR, right? Yes. Like, I question myself a lot because I did see five therapists here where I live. And oh, wow. I feel like they don't know about that. So I feel like I'm like, oh, my gosh, am I crazy? Because my therapist don't know how to help me with that or they don't really know about DPR. <laughs> Can, can you like elaborate like exactly like what happened? Because I, I had a very similar situation and I just want to hear your experience because five therapists is a lot. And it's it's so like it's so true that they don't understand exactly what DPDR like, yes. like what you want to yes, elaborate a little bit. What, what what happened in the session? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like I would first I had one therapist and I, I would tell her um how I felt about dpr that after i took the anxiety medication that i felt like it wasn't me that i feel like when i would walk i would like leave my body or i couldn't leave my house in six months and she would be like but what do you mean that you don't feel like you're in your body like what do you mean you leave your body yeah and yep. she wouldn't like she didn't know what to like help me with like she didn't know how to tell me what to do or explain to me the reasons of dpr she said i didn't really like she even told me, I don't really know what DPR is. So she would like get on her computer and Google it. 
Wow. Wow. And that happened with the other therapist too, like the other three ther- therapists that they don't, they didn't they don't know, know what it was. Yeah. And I still like, right now I stick to one just to like let out my, let out what I feel, I guess. So I just like talk to her just to tell her how I feel. Just so I won't express. Like, yeah. So I won't just keep it in, in, in me. That by the way, that's very helpful, by the way. That is, by the way, just to talk it out, just to like let it out because we have a lot inside of us. And the more we keep in, the more, you know, there's bottles in. So it's very good that you're doing that, by the way. So yeah, that's a good I thing. Like, sorry, I feel like I can't tell my mom because I we're like Mexican. So I feel like they think that this doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. my sister, I tell her and she don't like she don't like like want to talk to me about it. And she like because like too with anxiety, I've been suffering a lot with with my breathing that I focus on my breathing or I feel like I make myself breathe. And one time I told her sister, do you feel like you could feel when you breathe? And she was like, please don't tell me that because I don't want to feel that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I actually have a lot of clients that are also they're Spanish and they tell me like the, the, the older generation don't understand this. They think it's like, like, what are you afraid about? Like, why are you even struggling with this? Like, it makes no sense. Like, yes, and my mom tells me. Very she common. Tells me, yes, and my mom tells me because I don't like, I don't like staying home alone because I get scared that something's going to happen to my little one or my son. They're not going to be able to call the ambulance or something. And my mom's like, what are you scared of? If you're going to die, you're going to die. I'm like, mom, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wanted to, by the way, touch base on the thing before you said about the therapists, like you went to so many of them, not, not one of them actually, you know, understood what you were going through. And it's crazy. That it's so true because like, I also had that experience of like me going to a therapist and like explaining what I was going. And I didn't even know what DPDR was. I mean, myself, and I was explaining to them all the symptoms of DPDR. And he literally looked at me. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And you know, like. When you have DPDR, you're like, am I insane? Like that, like after going yeah. to a therapist, I'm like, wait, maybe I am insane. If like this person yeah, they you went more. to school, right? <laughs> like he went to, they went to school. I'm like, I'm like, you don't even know what this is. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm insane. Like I walked out of it. I had to stop in the middle of the session. Like I need to go home. Like I freaked out. Um, but thankfully, thankfully, I found somebody that actually knew what I was going through. And he was able to help me out a lot more. And he was a social worker, not a therapist. Which I think also, by the way, I think some of them are are great, and like he was able to help me out because he understood me because he went through it. So yes, it's I a think big, that big thing. People that go that go through it, I think they're the ones that know more. Like they yeah. like have they have more tips about DPR or how to like I guess overcome it. Yes, yes, yes. So the question I is, to, I do listen to your podcast, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I listen to the D, the DPR one, and I'm like, he's saying like exactly what i feel yeah <laughs> the only way i would know that is if i went through it if not i would not yes. understand you in a million years by the way like you can explain to me what the most detailed way and i'm like i have no idea what you're talking about because yeah. it's a feeling it's a feeling and yeah. it's a very strong feeling and it can really make us feel like we're insane but at the end of the day the good news is that we're not going insane and we're not going to go insane now the question is lenore how do we Stop having DPDR. And I know you maybe have listened to in the past with my other episode, but the 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 main thing, the main thing is to calm down our anxiety. Now, a lot of us, we're dealing with the thoughts of DPDR, right? We feel yeah. like we're, we're a, we, we feel like a stranger in our own body. We're trying to figure it out. How do we get back to ourselves and everything? We should ignore that completely. 
Yes, and then like I question myself too a lot. I'm like, who am I? But yes. I remember my past. I remember yes. my past, but I'm like, who am I? I'm like, am yes. I going crazy? Did I forget <laughs> who? <I am?" laughs> it's funny that we're laughing about it, but we understand each other, but <laughs> yes, yes, because like I said, I never heard nobody like felt the way I feel because my brother had anxiety, but his is just just was normal anxiety. I never yeah. felt like he got scared of being in his body or like the way I felt. Cause I called the ambulance so many times. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. hear you. I, I, I know how that feels. I guarantee they already knew who you were after a while. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Lenore, what's, what's the, what's the way to calm down our anxiety? Like I said before was to like, try to calm down our anxiety that's the goal so yes. try to figure out what helps you to feel calmer not not in a negative way like meaning like watching tv or being on social media you know those kind of things are negative things or like you know eating unhealthy things like more of like okay what can i do in order for me to calm down like i know you're afraid of leaving your house so maybe there's things that you could do like i don't know if you ever done meditation or you could do some grounding techniques some like focus um, exercises yeah. I've done grounding techniques, but I feel like they don't really help me out in meditation. I don't know why I get scared to meditate. What I know as some people do, what what's the reason why? I feel like I'm scared to meditate because one time I got on YouTube and I pressed on meditation and I like I felt like it, w- it was telling me like to feel like if you're somewhere else and I got scared. I'm like, oh my gosh, I already feel like I'm not in my body. I'm like, what if I really actually do leave? <laughs> I hear <laughs> I hear, I hear that. I hear that. So again, you have to find out, try to find out what helps you to calm down. Maybe a hot shower helps you to calm down. Again, each person's going to be different. Like for me, meditation was an amazing thing. Like I used to go to meditation classes, even like when you had an instructor, live instructor used to walk you through the entire process. And that also helped me to calm down. So try to find out, okay, what helps me to calm down? And number two, also with the anxiety, Anxiety. Try to understand more and more about how anxiety works, because anxiety, it tricks you. As you know, it's playing tricks on you 24-7. Yeah. If we understand how it works, we're able to unveil its trick and it no longer tricks us anymore. It can no longer do it to us. Like for me, for example, that anxiety cannot trick me anymore because anxiety makes us live in our mind. We're living in our mind, if you realize that. Yes. It's, it's it, we're not living in reality what's happening inside outside of us because we are and, and if you realize in our mind we are very thinking negatively we're thinking a lot of negative thoughts but yes. what we could do is more instill positive thoughts positivity helps you to calm down and it helps you to feel calmer now again the goal always the goal is to okay how can i calm myself down what are the things that help me to feel calmer positive things maybe exercise a little, little bit you know taking a walk like not outside maybe if you have a treadmill whatever it is try to be creative in a way and say you know what okay this thing helps me to calm down positive thinking helps me to calm down um kind of things like this the goal is to calm down the anxiety if you're able to calm down the anxiety you're able to shut off the dpdr another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, because I'm struggling a lot to like how to calm down my anxiety because I like, guess it, it scares me because I'm, I'm I try to just lay down here and like when I used to be normal, I would lay down and just watch TV. And now I feel like I can't even lay down and I just want to lay down and watch TV. But I just feel like a bad rush all over my body. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that's that's actually, by the way, it's 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 you need somebody. That's the thing. You need somebody to help you to discover that. That's what it is. Uh, maybe you can do it with your therapist, you know, speak with your therapist. Say, hey, listen, I want to know to discover some things that maybe you can work with me to see what's going to help me to calm down. Down. That's going to feel much calmer, and maybe he can, maybe that maybe the therapist can give you some ideas. Um, try to get somebody outside of you, out of yourself, that you can give you some ideas or Google some things to help you to see what helps you to calm down. Um, you know, YouTube videos. Okay, what what things to help to calm down? Like I know there's a there's an application called Calm. I know that that has like very like very calming like noises that you can just listen to and it helps you to calm down, like the sound of the beach. You know, that helps you to calm down, like those kind of things. Um, you got to be creative with it. But again, the goal is always to see, OK, what can I do to calm down my anxiety? Like for me, for example, what helps me to calm down my anxiety is thinking more positively. Um, those things really help me to calm down, like going to take walks in nature, um, doing the breathing exercise. That helps me. Grounding techniques. Like, I don't know. Can you explain to me what kind of grounding things you're doing? Well, like I said, I couldn't go out for like six months, like at all. So recently, two weeks ago, um, I forced myself to go to the nearest store here walking. So I went walking with my sister and my kids. And I was like scared to like walk. Like I was like leaving my house and I'm like, oh, no. Like I was telling my in my head, I want to go back. But I'm like, no. I'm like either way at home, I feel the way I feel. And outside, I feel the same. I'm like, I'm going to force myself to walk to the store what could happen so i was walking and i was like focusing. i was focusing on my breathing a lot that that scares me a lot and i'm like no so i just started like looking at the trees and i'm like oh look at the trees i missed out six months not looking at the trees i was looking at my son all happy because i feel like they haven't gone out because of me and i seen him so happy looking at, at like outside and i was just like looking at him like i still had like that on my head i'm like Something's going to happen to me. I'm going to leave my body. My heart's going to stop. But I just like, I'm like, no, my, these are just thoughts. They just like. Amazing. They just scare me because I'm leaving the house. Amazing. Yeah. Because you see the anxiety trying to protect you. You see it's trying to, because the outside is a dangerous place. It's saying. So tell it to your anxiety. Tell your anxiety. The outside is a safe place. Yes. Tell your, tell your anxiety that, you know, the outside is a safe place. That place right now where I am is safe. We don't have to go home. And I want to tell you this a little bit of the grounding technique is that the grounding thing what you can do is look at five things that's around you. Like you mm-hmm. example, you know, your tree, your sun, the birds, the sky, the sun, the clouds. Those are five things. Four things that you can physically are physically touching. So example you know, right now, like let's say if you're sitting down or your legs are on the ground. My hand is on the armchair, you know, like those kind of things. So four things that are that you're physically touching and then also three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell and then one thing that you can taste. 
if you do this, what it does, it basically takes you out of your thoughts, out of your mind, and more into the reality. And that way you're able to calm down. You understand? It's a very, very powerful tool. And I've done that. And I the first time I did it, I was like, wow. I'm like, I feel completely different for the first time ever. And it took me months. And I was like, wow, I never knew this. It was an amazing yeah. thing. So try to do that and see how that's going to help. And again, instill different kind of techniques. You can speak with your therapist of things that you can discover what helps you to calm down. So that way you're able to feel much calmer. And also tell your therapist, I want you to work with me and how to think more positively in situations. Mm -hmm. Give him some scenarios and tell them, tell your therapist, like, okay, this is my scenario. This is where I'm thinking about it. How would you look at it in a different kind of way? You know, how would you look at it in kind of a different thing? So that way you're able to see it in a different light because there's always two sides to the coin. We choose what side of the coin we actually want to see. But the only problem is that we're so used to hearing or seeing the negativity because of the life that we live, because of the people that we're with, that they brainwashed us. And now we need to change that in order for us to feel much better. You understand? Yeah. Yes. But Lenore, I'm. we're going to end it off over here. It was great speaking with you and everything. And I'm so happy that you decided. I know you told me you were a little shy and everything, but yeah. I'm glad that you actually took it. And I hope that this episode helped you out. Um, And definitely, you know, uh, look out for it. I'm going to be posting it by today. So definitely okay. check that out and share with your family or with your friends or somebody, you know, in your community yeah. that is also struggling with it, Um, you know, to help them out as well. Yes, thank you for having me here. Thank you. Like, like it, I said, it I was a pleasure. Like yes, I felt lonely, but I'm like now I I don't feel lonely because um, what we talked about. I'm glad. I'm so happy to hear that. You have no idea how happy that makes me feel to see other people like not feeling alone because I know that feels. I'm really happy to hear that. If you did like this episode, please click the like button and leave a five-star review. The reason why I ask is because this way we're able to reach more people. And the more people that we can actually reach, the more people that we can actually help. Because my mission in this world, my purpose is to help people to overcome and heal their anxiety naturally. And show them that it's possible to overcome. Thank you guys. Take care. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.